Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. Um... As we record this, it's raining like crazy. Absolute insane rain. This is like the turn of, uh, granted, it is Nebraska and we know what's going to happen. It's going to swing back the other direction violently in a couple of weeks and probably be 100 degrees. Probably. But uh, this is the first taste of... Uh, the change of the season. We've, we we love. Like, wasn't it like a week or so ago, week and a half ago, 10, 12 days ago, whatever, it doesn't matter, um, that they were saying, ah, oh, this will be the last day we see 90 degrees this year. And oh, I would be careful. <laughs> Mother it's Nature. It's been close to 90 around Halloween. <laughs> right? And I in mean, November, it's been close. I mean, we've had feats of snow or we've had just like hot as Hades. Yeah. Uh, you just never know. But right now, this is our first little slap in the face of could be kind of wintry and it sounds like i love it uh yeah, rain maybe kind of sleety possibly some snow uh hard freeze is possible for one night so i don't know that that'll necessarily do Sweet. a ton of damage because they're, they're predicting 32 my mom was talking about it and she has quite the green thumb and she says oh i may have to go out and throw some sheets over my big tomato plants because they're still producing oh. tomatoes like crazy and she says, but they don't make it, they don't make it. <laughs> Judy, gonna, I love that attitude. She's going to try. you know what? I'll give you four bucks. Go to the store, buy some tomatoes. Judy, <laughs> you know just it. let them go. But I have to say, her tomatoes are like softball size. And probably delicious. Delicious. Yes. Yeah. Um, so so at, if you, when you talk to your mom, yeah. or Judy, as you listen to this, <laughs> right. um, in, our, in our landscaping, there's a rogue random tomato plant that we've okay. been eating little mini tomatoes off of i don't know how it got there there you was, were eating the tomatoes yeah they were good they're good they're they're legit tomatoes if it's, i didn't if i didn't plant it but well <laughs> i googled a lot it i made sure that it, that they were actually tomatoes and they were little tiny what are those little uh-huh. little ones called cherry cherry tomatoes yeah and i don't know there's no other i don't know if a bird pooped a seed out right or something but it's it's huge the her philosophy is, huge. is if it's growing where i didn't put it it's a weed mm. mm-hmm so anything that's great, and I have one, I have a, um, is it daffodils? Whatever, the little yellow flowers, right? Yeah. And I have some that are planted in the front yard, and there's one that's gigantuan. It, it, it stands out from me, and it's, it's not where it's supposed to be. It grew this year, and it drives me crazy. I want it pulled out of the ground, but I know it's probably got its tentacles wrapped around everything that's probably. growing so around you're gonna, it. You're gonna pull it up, and everything else is around it's gonna go underneath, right? <laughs> like on a cartoon. <laughs> but it, it is. It's great, big, and it's right in the front, and it of just course. it just hogs the entire show. And it grew this year, and I'm like, I, it, it's a different. It's either a different breed or it's, sometimes weeds are pretty enough where you're like, I don't know, is that a weed or is that a flower? So you that's let it ride. That's up to you. I mean, I it's know. just, you know, if you don't, if something's growing where you don't want it, it's a weed, 
Okay. Well, I, I like so the tomatoes. So don't be ashamed. So yeah, I like, like it. I, do. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I'll, maybe I'll, next, now that we know it's there, when I see it coming up, I'll get a little cage for it so they can actually grow oh, up. I'll die. But, uh, as soon as I start paying attention. <laughs> start taking care of it. As soon as I start paying attention, <laughs> it'll be done. I, I have um, my trees in the back. Okay, they have little helicopter things that fly off of them. And literally started growing in the crack of the concrete. It's unbelievable. And I pulled it up and had a root like probably about six, eight inches long. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else in the and, and I seriously have taken them before and put them in the mulched area and, and just tried and to nothing. Repl- died instantly. But in that crack, it's totally fine. I don't get it. And the roots are growing strong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Looked really good. Looked really good. So, so um quick story last night went to a birthday party for Grant, a cousin of ours. Okay. And sixteen. We were ah. at his party and we're they uh Andrew, his brother, went and got uh, the new favorite toy of the house was a, a rubber chicken that squawks. And it's not a normal one. You got it at Spencer Gifts. And it's like a, it's really cartoony looking. I love that Spencer Gifts is still around. Right? I just, love it. Re, just. Do you remember looks, walking is at West Reds? Oh, and, and you'd walk there. in everything fluorescent. Still is. Exactly the same thing. A lot, a lot more, um, <laughs> a lot more, uh, like sex toys than I remember. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot more like joke sex. Not like more risque yeah. stuff. Let's yeah. say not necessarily toys, but more risque. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been there for a while. It might, it might tickle the toy section a okay. little bit. Like it's just, it's questionable. So maybe I, I don't remember seeing that. Should I probably didn't know what it was. Like know. that's a weird rubber bat. <laughs> What is that? So when I was little, I didn't even think about it. Who needs a pony whip? Right, exactly. This one has a nice handle on one end, a double handle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, okay, so, so he got this thing at Spencer Gifts, so it's kind of a cartoony-looking chicken. Squawk, squawk, squawk. And they're squawking it, and he's got this, like, he's got this, Halloween, this mask on, the Halloween mask, and all of a sudden, the chicken kind of goes quiet, like, not squawking. And he's in the kitchen, never was in the kitchen. Turn around, and Andrew's looking out the window over the kitchen sink. Water's on, chicken silent. Turn around, and he's wa- like holding the face underneath the water. I'm like, hey, what are you doing, Andrew? He's like, just waterboarding him. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, he goes, what? yeah, it works. And then he what? took the mask off and squawked away. How does he know it works? Well, because he, he stopped talking. I guess he maybe got the secrets out of the chicken that he wanted. <laughs> I was thinking he was trying to fill it up with the water so he could like squirt you in the face. Well, if that's what no. he was trying to do, it didn't work. He but didn't he said he was waterboarding. And then that's scary sixteen so, year old yeah, waterboarding. So his mom, his mom Beth's like, uh, well, just another well, party, we'll just, just another, just another birthday another party, birthday party. We'll we got waterboarding the, a chicken. Put that on the list for the therapist. <laughs> he was just, waterboarding a chicken. Just waterboarding a chicken. I didn't see a red flag with a mask on. <laughs> anyway, so that was our birthday party. All story. right, so I've got my collection of stuff and it's super random pile of stuff um we didn't do any halloween stuff today i know we we talked yesterday about the uh ghost road trip yeah which is easy to find online if and if you can't let me know and i'll send it to you but we'll have more like that coming up this is close though because we're gonna continue on with critters uh in and you've probably heard of the northern snakehead before I have, yeah. I loved River Monsters, the the show with Jeremy go. Wade, and I've, he talked about him a lot. What did he, what did they what did you learn about the Northern Snakehead? Uh, that it's like the devil. I remember that it would just wouldn't. It was almost impossible to get rid of if it's in a lake that you are. If yeah. it's in a lake, it's impossible to get rid and of. And it, it eats everything else. Yeah, it kills anything in its wake, and or not in its wake in front of it. Um, but crustaceans. <laughs> I mean, it'll eat anything, whatever it is, and. 
The it'll, he, it'll kill anything in its in front of him. <laughs> Not in its wake. Its wake is behind in, him. In, in, so, it's, like, so heads that up, didn't make any sense. It's going to kill its everything wake. in its or in front it of it him. It leaves death and destruction well, in its wake. There, there we go. go. That's better. That sounds better. Sorry. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, it was discovered now recently in Georgia, the state of Georgia, and the Natural Resources Wildlife Division there has said, yep, we found one in a pond on a private property. First time that the fish has been found in that state. The thing about this fish, this northern snakehead, which we've talked about it before, because I think the first time it was ever seen in the country was in 2004. Yeah. So I'm sure we talked about it because it was like radical when that happened. Yeah. Um, because it's native to China, Russia, North Korea, and South Korea. And you think, okay, how did it end up in Maryland in 2004? And what happened is somebody found one. And so what they ended up doing was draining the pond that they found it in. And they only found, I think they found two that were in there, um, but they were able to thwart that. But they discovered later that somebody, well, somebody came forward and admitted, yeah, I did release the two adult fish that he had actually bought from a New York market, street market, because oh. that fish in Asia is an important food fish. So if you have a, uh, a Chinese market, Korean market. You could find it's, them. It's possible. And apparently they had live ones. And he had bought them and then he released them. And they did they they took care of it that time. But now since then they've they've discovered them in other areas. And unfortunately it's not always so easy as to just drain the pond and kill the fish. I think they did one other time. They found two adults and over a hundred small fish were found in another pond. But this one that was found in a private pond. And these things can walk, not walk. They can live on land. They like, yeah, they like squirrel around on, and it's the it's the weirdest, creepiest it's looking like thing. Evo you're watching evolution almost. Yeah, it it's can, like a lizard that's almost got it figured out. Like it's, it's like so just close. on the verge of like it's on the tip of my tongue, Urgh. but I've almost got I it. I don't quite have legs yet, but I can get around like a snake. Yeah, it's, and I'm supposed to be in the water. It's like a horror movie. And he's really. got a dorsal fin. His whole the, and they're like three feet long. Mm -hmm. And the dorsal fin all the way down. So you know it's not a snake because it's got the little shark fin, or the little fin, whatever you want to call it. Um, so anyway, so what they're telling people is, of course, most everybody wants to, you know, just burn it down, light it on Be fire, it, yeah. kill it immediately. And that that is what you want to do. But on top of that, they want you to keep it. You need to take a picture of it, kill it immediately, note where you are. Remember, it can survive on land. So even when you kill it, you think you did, freeze it. That'll be that's and it. then save it for the authorities. Gross! That is that is <laughs> that is scary. If it's yeah. a, if it's a food fish, is it? Why don't we just start eating them? I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe I, it's maybe I don't know it what may the preparation taste weird is weird or whatever, but uh, to our palate, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, we, we can be. I mean, let's be fair. There are people in other countries that can't stand the food we eat too. Right. Right. <laughs> of course, they may not have had an Omaha steak. Um, they, I guarantee, if they don't like the food we eat, then they have not had an Omaha steak. They have not. Omaha steaks popped up in the news this week in the last few days because on Jeopardy, a young girl, her name is, or uh, uh, the winner, Jessica, she was docked. She didn't, she went, she won the round, but she was docked because she forgot a letter in an answer on, and you know, you have to say the name. Mm -hmm. And the answer was, what is Omaha steaks? And she, she said Omaha steak. Oh, okay. Nebraska's well, Alan Simon made his fortune with mailable beef from this company. What is Omaha Steaks? $1,600 oh. that she was docked. And so Omaha Steaks stepped forward. Senior Vice President, Family Owner, Todd Simon, 
1600 in Jeopardy winnings. We'd like to give that money to her choice of local community charity as well as send her some steaks. That's cool. Good for them. That's awesome. Oh, that was a neat little story. Yeah. I That'd like be, that. That's frustrating, though, the, the S, but that's the name of it. It's yeah, Omaha Steaks. It's not it Omaha is. Steak. And you've seen it happen that way on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. You know, one, one off. Just, yeah, yeah sorry. Yep. That's it, buddies. Or mispronounce it. That would plunge me into, if it was like lots of money, just depths of depression. <laughs> I mean, I'd be a vegetarian. I've always wanted to be on one of those shows, but I know I'd probably just totally freeze up. Just tank. I'm positive yeah. about it. I play really well from the couch. It looks so much easier on TV, right? Oh, yeah. All the time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And continuing with the food theme, this post showed up in my Twitter feed, a guy that I follow. Um, and he's just, he's an incredible guy on so many different levels, but he, um, and he shares a lot. He's uh, he's not like extraordinarily political, um, but he is. What animal is he? He's not an animal. Oh. He's a real person. Wow. Yeah, this is a real is a person, real person that I follow. follow on Twitter. That's amazing. And he posted a short video mm-hmm. and you don't see him in it, but he does usually post some videos once in a while and it shows his kitchen. And he said when I, and underneath it says, um, well, he said it when I was a young boy, my mother made a lot of cheap meals being a single parent. Oftentimes I ate elbow macaroni with diced tomatoes and that's what he was making on his stove. Delish. And he says, I eat it all the time. He says, it's just one of those comfort foods that yeah. it, it's so good. So he asked, what's yours? So, or any other kind of either cheap meal, something you won't find on a menu somewhere, or it's not the same, or somehow that your parents or you, um, you know, somehow cobbled together, throw this and this into a pot and we got a meal. Let's do it. So some of the answers, I know you have plenty. I'm just trying to think. We'll just see how many on here. There are going to be some. A tomato sandwich, white bread, tomato, slice, salt. Yes. And And Miracle Whip. There we go. Mayonnaise, Miracle Whip. Um, elbow macaroni with milk. Add a little butter and pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, linguine. Milk like just a little bit, not like not like a soup Not like deal. soup, but yeah. just a little bit mm-hmm. of milk. For Make sure. elbow Have macaroni, that. put some milk on it, add some butter and pepper. Yep. That sounds really good. It's butter, like, at, at butter Olive, noodles, right? At, at Olive Garden, uh, butter noodles with a little garlic is like 15 bucks for the meal. So it's the same thing. Exactly right. Um, the linguine. Now this one, this is something I do and I didn't think it was on the cheap, but, uh, linguine and olive oil, add some garlic, diced tomatoes. That's it. Right. That's, that's uh, to delish. me. That's just like, that's like the best spaghetti sauce it's great. that there is. Yep. Uh, spaghetti with just butter. Yeah. Butter, just butter noodles and a little salt. Macaroni shells with butter and ketchup. Ooh, I've never done the ketchup. Right. I've never done the ketchup. I immediately go Mama June, right? Yeah. <laughs> Squirt the ketchup in there for the yeah for the skeddy yeah I'm not I've never done it I'm not a I'm, I don't think it's disgusting I've but. never tried ketchup on noodles um I don't think I have I don't I hope I don't as think I have. sauce yeah ketchup and butter I mean when you can go and you can get like a high V brand of their spaghetti sauce in the jar for less than a buck you could just go get that and instead of putting am ketchup I okay in there. is my palate so bad that I honestly like the plain original Hunts dollar for a big old can of of <laughs> spaghetti sauce. sauce no i think that's good <laughs> i mean they've got newman's own and it's ragu good. and all these and even the ragu is like the lower best. end right oh. okay whatever but it's a buck for a big can it's a buck. and it's, it's a buck and it's the same stuff same stuff yeah <laughs> i like that um oh yes the the poo on a shingle love it that 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 was one that was in my head that i was going to mention that that was a fave growing so up so it was it white gravy mm-hmm. 
white gravy, chip beef, and it was just flour and a little milk. Yeah. Flour and, and milk. Yeah, not not the packet. It was flour and milk. Yeah, flour and flour and milk. Salt and pepper like crazy. Lots of yep. pepper and salt. And then toast with a little butter on it. And then yeah, yeah delish. Hers was a can of beef stew over toast, which doesn't sound bad. I bet that's awesome. But that's what she considered to be that. Uh, the fried bologna sandwiches. Oh, for ovs. That shouldn't even be on this list. That's right. gourmet all the way. Right. Sauteed onions, burger tomatoes, a little garlic, and some pasta. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's like it's good. like hamburger helper. Like it really is homemade hamburger helper. Uh, beans and cornbread. Uh, a lot of beans and cor- I never had beans and cornbread. Um, said working two jobs in my tenth grade dropout Vietnam vet dad managed to put me through college and pharmacy school, but we did eat a lot of beans and cornbread. It's good. That's I love <laughs> beans and cornbread. This is one I'd never heard of. It was milk on ramen noodles. Oh, I've never tried that. Instead of cooking in water, cook it in milk. Never tried that. Never even crossed my mind. That's like highbrow. Yeah, that's right. That's like the beef stew on toast. Yeah, exactly. Um, another one was a Kraft mac and cheese and a can of tuna. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that's good. I've done Kraft, Kraft mac and cheese and like left, leftover taco meat and just <laughs> mac and cheese and then mix the taco meat in I there. I never thought of that's that. good. Okay. Mayo sandwiches or mashed potato sandwiches. Yeah, that's a Thanksgiving deal. <laughs> Box of mac and cheese and a can of cream of chicken, plus a can of tuna. Oh, um, that sounds awesome. Interesting. Tuna gravy over toast. That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. This is tuna, the last one I have on tuna here. Tuna gravy over toast. <laughs> I didn't grab all of them. This is Just a, have the gravy over toast. Don't have don't add tuna gravy. in there. So still my favorite to this day. Well, he's from Ohio, so oh, there you wow. go. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. throw some peas in there. It's like a tuna casserole over you toast. You know what? Maybe. See, that's the thing with a tuna casserole. You have to have peas. Yeah. Don't you have to have? When I make a tuna casserole, so. it is whatever your noodle. Mine is the wide twisty ones, um, and it's going to be some green onions, chopped green onions, cream of mushroom soup. Yeah, and peas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, peas. I don't know if it's the pop. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, I'm not sure no, what I'm it is. I'm starving. <laughs> Anytime we do a food segment, you're starving. All the time. How are, speaking of which, when Dan Hoppen, Dan Hoppen is, uh, you know, he's been on our, our podcast a couple, three times, and, mm-hmm. and he's a great foodie and likes talking about the different restaurants. And he's done some podcasts with us. Do you, do you fare well when you're sitting there talking with no, him? No, he talks about, I mean, obviously it's about food podcasts, so it makes sense. He's, he he's getting ready. Yeah, he's like, food podcast, it's going to be amazing. But yeah, and and they recorded one yesterday, him and uh, Mitch Sherman. Awesome. And, and Mitch Sherman wrote the book about uh, Runza. Mm. And so they were talking about that and then about Runza's and about... The whole um, story. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it and yeah, it was, re- it was interesting and just craving a runza (laughs) so bad when that was done just all i wanted was a runza one runza please it god i love that we want to thank kugler vision for being a sponsor and a supporter of us through our podcast appreciate that absolutely kuglervision.com just a ton of information super easy to navigate if you're looking for information about having any procedures on your eyes if you have glasses or contacts and you are considering the possibilities of not having contacts or glasses. One of the things that um, they pointed out that you don't really think about when you have glasses or contacts is every year you go get your eyes tested, you end up changing your prescription, which, so you're basically renting your vision. Which is such an, uh, it's a crazy, you think that's crazy, but think about it, it's true. It is. You really are, you're renting your good vision. And instead of renting it, you do it one time, 
And it's yours. Seriously, the amount of money saved, if you jeez, oh, just uh, going in and getting the complete battery of tests done to make sure that everything's still on track and what my possibilities are moving forward. And you go in and you set your uh, your consultation, you set that appointment on the website, let them know that you heard about it on the Pat and JT podcast, and then pff, 2020 could be in your future. Right? And it could happen the same day. That's right. Googlervision.com. Cool. Talked about this earlier and the finals, final results have finally come out from Katmai National Park where they have the uh, the fat bears, fat bear week. And it's kind of interesting reading about this this time because they have a new winner. And uh, after 12 hours of online voting, because they had the finalists in there, uh, you had Holly and Lefty. And Holly nailed it with 17,500 votes. Lefty had about 3,600. Um, but it's kind of interesting. They said that this year, Alaska had a, an unusually dry summer. And so that, because of the drought, the si- salmon were delayed. So because of that... They stayed in some of the smaller creeks and streams before moving on to some of the bigger places. And because of the delays, the fat bears in this year's competition, even though the competition's done, they're still eaten. And they will probably do so right up until late this month or early November. That's when hibernation starts. And when they go into hibernation, they reduce their metabolic rate. The heart rate lowers down. Activity, of course, is minimal. And if bears don't have an adequate fat storage, some die during hibernation. Which I didn't, I didn't I, think I, about I would, that. Yeah. And they've got know, the weird. pictures. I'll get you a picture of uh, Holly because she is a treat. They have the post-hibernation to pre-hibernation. So when she came out last spring to now, she has done a dandy job. <laughs> and they said it was really hard to get pictures of her because she was very efficient. She was like a submarine for an entire month, they said. Really? <laughs> She's just in there just catching that sockeye salmon. She's like, ah, and she's not going anywhere. Said so she didn't stop fishing except to dig a belly hole big enough for her to sleep in. God, I've been there. <laughs> in the beach. We're in Cancun. I dug a couple belly holes. Just take a nice, you lay down. It looks like you're laying flat. Wouldn't that be great? Just go somewhere. That's what, that's what beds need are belly holes. Belly holes. If I think they have them sleeper. for pregnant women. Well, let's see. I'm just saying. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, but anyway, the uh, all the contestants, there were 12 contestants uh, that were a part of this competition this year. And they said that those are the ones that just forage along this one particular river where they had the camera set up. Yeah. And of course, there are hundreds and thousands of bears that are in other places. But this little group seems to stick together. I just thought it was so funny when we said that. She was like a submarine. Oh, and that's she awesome. dug a belly hole. I wish. I so. wish that... <laughs> We pick and choose our traits that we know we evolve out of, but I sure wish that human beings hibernated at some point where we could just fatten up, which we do. <laughs> but then we know that coming well, up, we have a night like a forty-five day hi- um, hibernation. We're gonna we go to just plow into the food, crush some beer, yeah. and then lay down for forty-five days, and you wake up skinnier. You wake up skinny. That's the that's the real kicker there. Yeah. Seriously, because unfortunately, evolution-wise, we continue to do that. Our bodies tell us to prepare for winter. Right. And so it gets difficult at some point, and then you get into winter. You lay down. But unfortunately, we just keep eating. Keep preparing. (laughs) Keep preparing. Gosh dang it. (laughs) So anyway, oh, and I was wrong. I do have one last story, which I thought was kind of a non-headline. North Carolina Beach Town, apparently they've been asked to give up doing laundry for a week which I don't see as being a big sacrifice. Right, right. <laughs> They're flushing the water lines from iron. You can still drink it, and it looks disgusting. Uh, Legally safe to drink, but it could 
Do that means nothing clothes. legally safe to drink. Legally safe. That means bottled water. Yes. Oh, gross. That means Gatorade. <laughs> that means vodka. That means there it is. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe our podcast. We appreciate you guys downloading. It's Pat and JT on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.